Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rabble Boy. Sorry, let's try that again. Welcome to the Rabble Boys State of the Union podcast. Um, I was told needed more emphasis emphasis on that last part. I'm still not sure if that's quite enough, but yeah, it's a work in progress. Uh, anyway, we have reached week eight of our current season. Uh, we actually just got a couple of user games in today. Um, both involved the Bills. One game was Bills versus Cardinals. One was Bills versus Chiefs. Um, there's one more user game coming up this season, and it's week 13, I think. Uh Cardinals and Vikings. I, I, 13, I think, is when it is, but I'll actually look it up here in a minute. Uh, so we're just kind of going to go over, you know, everybody's records. Um, sort of as a side note, we are at week eight. We haven't simulated through week eight, so week eight still has to, you know, be done. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, mostly I kind of want to talk about the two user games. Um, there's actually a third user game, but it was uh, the Vikings against the computer. They didn't actually play a head-to-head game against another opponent. Um, but we'll also look at uh, some injuries and kind of see where everybody's kind of shaping up to be and how their division races are going to this point. Right now, looking at the standings, the Cardinals are five and two. Bills are four and two. Uh, with the Vikings and Chiefs both at four and three. Uh, week eight also happens to be the bye week for the Cardinals and Vikings, so um, their records won't change this week. Um, but it's uh. It's been been interesting to this point. Um, Vikings had a couple of guys reveal already, which seems really crazy. It seems like most of the time, most guys don't reveal until the end of the season, or not. I don't mean end. Of, I just mean somewhere in the you know mid to towards the end of the season. Even guys that play all the time, it seems you know that seems to be when they reveal. Um, what determines that does have a bit to do with depth chart and what happens in simulated games. Um, like I know for like my team, there's a lot of a lot of times for you know simulated games. If you're not if the you know hidden player isn't even as a starter, if they're in, you know if if I, my team spends a lot of time in certain defensive packages. They may be a starter, they may be, but they just don't get the number of re- They don't get a whole bunch of reps just because the packages that they're in don't get used much. Um, so, another way around that I've found out that sometimes does lead injuries if you know you leave them as a backup during the preseason, they get more reps in the preseason, which you know kind of gives them an edge going into the regular season. Then you switch them to a starter and. You know, it kind of gives them a boost going into the season and getting closer to revealing faster. Um, but uh, let's just jump right on in here. Um, 
Uh, we'll take a look at the bills first. Uh, since since the last podcast, they went. Well, I guess I, I guess the last podcast was before we started into week one. Uh, leading into the week five matchup with the Cardinals, the uh, Bills were two and one. Uh, they got the early bye week in week four. Um, I believe last time around I kind of stated how I'm not really a big fan of the early bye week. I don't know how you know the Bills um, owner feels about that. Um, I know me personally, it's just not, not my, I'd rather have the, you know, like week eight or kind of later, um, for a bye week kind of gives you a better, I don't know, you have, you have a better sense by that point of where you're at, um, and what kind of what you need to work on. Um, for me, week four, you're still trying to figure some stuff out. Um, but, uh, week five, um, Bills and Cardinals matched up. Um, good game, um, heavily, not, not a very heavy game as far as turnovers go, um, but, you know, still for easier game we had a few, uh, Cardinals got three interceptions off the Bills, Bills in return got one off the Cardinals, um, I don't think the Cardinals were ever up by more than ten points. Might have been, might have been seventeen seven at one point. Um, but I don't. I really don't remember it getting. I don't remember it being more than maybe ten points. Um, uh, let's see. One other thing that probably had a little hand in deciding the game, uh, I had 120 yards of rushing. Uh, usually when I play the owner of the Bills, regardless of what team he's got, rushing is usually a pretty difficult task, even though that's kind of one of the things I like to do. Um, definitely, you know, with the way he runs his defense, makes you know rush, rushing hard for me. Um, but manage and granted that 120 came on a couple of big runs, mostly, and most of the rest of the game there were, it was kind of difficult to get too much going in the rushing game. Um, but like I said, pretty even, pretty even throughout. I mean, ended the first quarter tied at seven, um, I was actually down at halftime, um, even after being, you know, up in the second quarter, right towards the end of the second quarter, uh, Buffalo kind of made, made a bit of a push, got out in front of me pretty much within, I think about the last two and a half minutes of the second quarter, they, you know, got a couple, got a big play for a touchdown, and then got the intercept, got the one interception they got off me, and managed to turn that into more points right before half. Um, going into the second half, I got the ball first, uh, managed to keep them scoreless for the third quarter. Um, I believe two of the three interceptions I got off him came in the first half. 
the last one came towards the end of the game when he was trying to make a comeback. Um, I scored twice in the third to get back out in front and push the lead out a little bit. And then Buffalo was making a push again towards the end of the game um, to get it back into 38-35. Um, that last interception, I think, is really what kind of changed it. Um Because I believe I turned that into at least a... F well, I only scored seven in the fourth, so I'm, that must have been the... I think that was the touchdown I got. Um, and then after they scored again, did the onside kick. But I'd managed to do just enough on offense to get them to burn up their timeouts. So once I recovered the onside kick, all I had to do was kneel and finish out the game. Because I think there was only like a minute 14 left. <coughs> um not gonna lie also once we started the fourth quarter and i had the had my lead i did turn on chew clock to try to give him as little time as possible because i've i've played him enough to know that he can and he doesn't need a whole lot of time to put points up on anybody and so i was trying to you know limit the amount of time that he had left to do that um but like I said, it was it was a pretty good game all the way around. Um, uh, kind of on a side note, I'm pretty sure it's the first time I've actually, in any of the franchises we've done, whether it be regular season or playoffs, that I've actually beaten the Bills owner. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, we'll see how long it takes for it to happen again. Um, <laughs> just because history is not, not on... You know, not on my side in the winning category in that matchup, but um, a lot of the times, win or lose, as long as it's a decent game, it it, it doesn't you know doesn't get to me much. Um, I don't like being on the on the side of a blowout. Um, that's just not fun. Um, but you know, close game. Like I said, 38-35 was the final of this game. Um, you know, the Bills making that comeback there, well, making a comeback at the end of both halves to, you know, keep the game interesting. It makes it, makes it more fun. Yes, it can be frustrating in the moment because, you know, you're you're trying your best to win and, you know, but, you know, as long as it's fun and everybody enjoys it, that's what matters the most. Um, <clears throat> uh, from there on, after that game, uh, Bills won their next two. Uh, one was over their division rival Jets, and then the second one was their second user game against the Chiefs. Uh, that was a 56-21 uh, Bills victory. Um, I watched part of that game um but was pretty distracted through most of it and uh, ended up having to help my brother with something so I couldn't really you know pay that much attention to it uh from what I saw looked like the Chiefs were having a hard do were having a hard time rushing the ball on the Bills which is 
a feeling I know all too well. Um, just looking at the looking at the box score here, um, I do know there was a development game going on for the Chiefs in this one, so that might have a little bit to do with why those stats are so skewed. Um, but you know, both teams got over 300 yards offensively. Um, for the Chiefs, that was mostly through the air. Um, they were close to 100 yards rushing. Uh, the Bills had most of their yards come in the rushing game with a, with almost, with the other bit coming in the passing game at almost 200 yards. Um, there were four turnovers by the Chiefs, one by the Bills. Um, so kind of like the other user game turnovers were probably a big part of this game in deciding the outcome um but i do know at least part of the offensive number f numbers for the bills were a little inflated because uh i saw something about the chiefs were blitzing a lot trying to get a a development game for a player um, and I think they did get it. I believe it was for a D end and he got to star. Um, so that was, so even though it was a loss, not a, t not a total loss for, you know, the chiefs. Um, but so that's how, how the bills end up with their record of four and two. Uh, looks like week eight. They have a matchup with the Patriots, uh, who to this point are undefeated at 7-0. and uh, The Patriots have already beaten me in simulation um, from, <laughs> from the score. It was not a pretty game. Uh, moving on to the Cardinals. Uh, started off the season splitting, going back and forth between wins and losses. Uh, one week one, lost week two, one three, uh, lost. Actually, I guess the loss to the Patriots was closer than I remembered seeing the score. It was thirty-four to twenty-eight. Um, and then, like I said, got the got the week five victory over the Bills, um, and then beat the Seahawks and the Rams. Um, so not doing too bad in the division up to this point. Like I said, week eight is the bye week. Um, it's also the last week for anybody to do any trading if um, they're still looking to try to make some moves. Um, so that's how I'm sitting at five and two. Uh, let's see, look at the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are four and three. Um, they have division wins. I'm sorry, they have a division win over the Broncos. Uh, they beat the Browns and then lost their matchup with the Chargers, lost their matchup with the Raiders, but beat the Bengals and Saints. And then the Week 7 lost to the Bills. Uh, week 8, they've got a date with the Panthers at home. Um... So, chance to get a bounce back win there from the Bills game. 
Um, moving on to the Vikings. Uh, let's see, Vikings started out the season 0-2. Uh, then got back to 500 with two victories. Uh, one over the Seahawks, who I believe are winless to this point in the season. Um, but when we get into divisions, I'll kind of look at that. Uh, then they beat the Giants, uh, lost to the Jaguars, and then beat their division rival Packers and Bears. Uh, the Bears was a user game. Not sure if he was... Not sure if he played it just to play it or played... I remember something about it being the last time he could play the division leader. Um, since he's already... Well, that was his week one game was the Bears. So that was a chance to prevent the Bears from getting the tiebreaker on him. Um, and being the only team that only has one... Well, being one of the two teams that only had one you know, head-to-head user game had one to play anyway um so uh, like i said they have their bye week in week eight um and then the last uh head-to-head user game for the season will be week 13 when they come to arizona to play me (coughs) um should be a good matchup uh they usually are um Let's take a look at the division standings. <coughs> Let's see. In the... AFC East. Uh, yes, the Patriots are undefeated at 7-0. Uh, the Dolphins are in second at 5-2, and followed by the Bills at 4-2. and And the Jets round out that division at 2-4. and um, I, I don't know if the, uh, I don't know if the Bills owner intends to play their week eight matchup with the Patriots. Uh, it's kind of one of those situations where like, if it were me, I'd probably want to play it just because they're undefeated and didn't help me, you know, get old, you know, at least try not to, if I, you know, couldn't play the second game against them, at least if I won one of them, they couldn't have the tiebreaker over me unless the, you know, record was just better. Um, but most, most of me would want to just play the game because, you know, they were undefeated and I would like to not see them not be undefeated. Uh, so I don't know if that'll be a, you know, user game or not. Um, but that, that could... Um, if it's not, if he doesn't use it as a user game and the Patriots win, that could, you know, make things more interesting for the Bills down the stretch if they kind of stay where they're at. <coughs> uh, in the AFC West, Chiefs are leading the division at 4-3, and three with, tied with the Broncos, who are 4-3. and three. Uh, <coughs> I'd have to go back and look at the schedule, but I believe they... Yeah, they beat the Broncos, so that's why they're in front of them while they have identical records. Uh, and then the Chargers are 2-5, and five, and the Raiders are 2-5, and five, so looks like the AFC West is staying fairly even, whether it's <laughs> teams are above 500 or below. Um, looks like the entire division's on a, 
Uh, let's see. Chiefs and Chargers are on, currently on two-game losing streaks, and the Broncos and Raiders are on one-game losing streaks. Uh, so it looks like the AFC West having a little bit of a rough season right now, a rough year at this point. Uh, going back to the East, um, everybody in that division is on winning streaks. Um, obviously undefeated, the Patriots are a 7-0 and run. Uh Dolphins and Bills are both on two-game win streaks, and the Jets are on a one-game win streak. Uh, looking at the NFC now, looking at the NFC North, the Vikings are in first place in their division at 4-3. and three. Um, Packers are in second at 3-3, three and three, tied with the Bears, who are also 3-3. Three and three. Uh, And then the Lions round out the division at 3-4. and four. Uh, Vikings are on a two-game winning streak, Packers on a one, and the Bears and Lions are both on one-game losing streaks. Um, so I'm going to guess before playing that game, the Vikings and Bears were tied record-wise. So and the, and the Vikings owner played it so that he devil you know, have an edge on the Bears, um, which is, you know, good, good strategy, um, especially since he's got you know, three games he can choose when to play and only one that he's locked into. Um, Chiefs are in the same boat. They've got, uh, let's see, let's just go back and take a look at that. Um, I believe, well, the Bills have used two games now uh, with their head-to-head games that they we played yesterday or today. Um, so they've only got two games left. Um, Chiefs have only played the one game and they have three games left to use however they wish. Um, uh, moving on to the NFC West, uh, Cardinals leading the division at five and two, um, 49ers are next at 4 and 3, followed by the Rams at 2 and 4 and the Seahawks round out the division at 0 and 7. Um Cardinals are on a current three-game winning streak going into the bye week. Niners are on a one-game win streak, Rams on a one-game losing streak, and obviously the Seahawks are on a seven-game losing streak. Um having another user game to go, I really only get two user games to you know, play, um, coming out of the bye week in week nine, I will have a rematch with the 49ers. Uh, they did beat me one, they beat me in week two. So that may be one of the games I use just to prevent them from having the tiebreaker over me. If we, you know, kind of stay even in record going down the stretch. Um, also, beating them would give me, you know, a two-game lead on them, um, which would be nice to have at this point. Um, so that's the standings. Let's go take a look at. Well, it's not too early. Let's just take a little look at the playoff picture at this point. <coughs> um. <coughs> For the AFC, uh, obviously undefeated, the Patriots would have the one seed. Um, looks like the Titans would be the two seed out of the South. 
Dolphins would be the... Wait. Nope. Sorry. Uh, looks like Colts and Dolphins would be the first two wildcard teams. Uh, because they are... Um, in the top four teams in the AFC right now, record-wise. Um, but... Division leaders get the first four seeds, so that automatically puts the tight. That would, if the season ended today, the Titans would be the five, and the Colts would be the six. Or I'm sorry, the Colts would be the five, and the Dolphins would be the six. Um, uh, looks like Chiefs would probably be. Well, as the division leader, the Chiefs would be in as the four seed, and then the Bills would be the seven seed um but it only being halfway through the season that is all extremely subject to change going forward um but as of right now both teams would be in the playoffs um which is you know our ultimate goal at the end of the year anyway uh looking at the nfc uh falcons would be the one seed at five and one uh cardinals would be the two seed five and two uh, Eagles would be the th three at four and two, followed by uh, the football team at five. Forty ers would be six, and the Vikings would be four due to being in the lead in their division. And then the Cowboys would be the seven seed. Um, so, at least as of right now, if the season ended, all four would be in the playoffs, which is, like I said, what we're going for. Um, but a lot of football to go. Lots of, <laughs> unfortunately, lots of things that could happen. Um, <coughs> uh, let's go take a look at injuries. Uh, injury report, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, start with the Bills. Uh, Bills have nobody on their injury report. They are currently healthy. Uh, moving on to the Cardinals. Cardinals. Ah, uh, this is the only, only real bad thing coming out of the matchup with the Bills. Uh, my left guard got injured in that game, but thankfully he's only out for two more weeks. So, it being the bye week good time for the bye week means you know he will miss the he would miss the 49er game but be it back after that uh to help finish out the season uh chiefs have nobody on the injury report and the vikings have nobody on the injury report so everybody's you know healthy um Cardinals the only one with anybody on the injury report right now, but he'll be back in a couple of weeks, so week eight by week seems good timing. Um so we'll we'll just see how uh the rest of the season progresses. Uh we'll check back in here in oh four weeks. Well, 
four weeks of video game time. Uh, however long that actually takes us in real time, who knows. Uh, we did get quite a bit done today. Um, so we'll see see how long it takes us to get to the week 13 matchup between the Vikings and the Cardinals and then um, we'll just kind of have to go from there um, but so far so good for everybody I think I don't think anybody would say they're really displeased with their seasons to this point um i know it it might be a season of no development games for the cardinals because i didn't get any hidden players in the draft um i've looking at you know stats from some of the games i've had um a couple of guys who are stars you know have a couple of big games but i know they gotta kind of consist could put a couple of big games together or at least have a you know consistent level of performance to trigger a you know development game um so we'll see if see if anybody triggers one um that's my only hesitancy in using one of my um two games that I really get to choose to play as the week nine matchup with the Niners uh, just because you know I don't want to use it and then end up running into oh well hey you played week nine and did this but then you get a breakout game in week 10 and then oh hey by the way you're gonna get a, you know you get another breakout game later and now I can't do anything about it because I used all my games already um, but you know I think I gotta I don't think we'll get any farther on Madden tonight. Um, so I have some time to kind of think about that decision and see what I want to do. I'm probably more than likely going to end up playing the you know, 49er game because, you know, in the effort of making the playoffs, it would be great if I don't give them the tiebreaker um, to you know, force me out in the event we tie, we tie records. Um, but that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, like I said, one more head to head user game to look forward to in week 13. Um, <coughs> and then we'll just kind of, it'll depend on how everybody wants to use their user games from there on out. Um, and, you know, development games that pop up and such. So we will revisit it then.